You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. So, Ladies and gentlemen, so We The Villains Podcast is your boy Dak. About to hit the ball and rip it. The building. It's Saturday. It's the day before Survivor Series, so you already know what today's show's about. It's prediction times. It's almost time for me to defend my title again. Azure Rainsing, defending, undisputed, heavyweight, we the villains prediction champion. That's me. That's me. I feel disgusted. I know, man. It, it sounds you sound disgusted right there. I feel disgusted. Tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow night, Survivor Series is the night that I finally reclaim my title. <clears throat> you know what? Scratch that because I don't feel good about very many of these picks. Well, and I got to see what our picks look like. We, we usually are, su- are such on the same, we're usually on the same page, on the same line, out of the same book, that our picks are very similar a lot of the times. But with this type of event, there could definitely be some uh, some outliers to that rule. I mean, from, from from what I heard on the pre-talk was Swag got crazy picks tonight and or tomorrow night, and he looking to go for the title tomorrow. Swag is, Swag's picks have been over the last four or five pay-per-views the best of the three of us. And um, me and him, I think, are at a tie for a second right now. And the fact that I have his picks and his picks are so different from mine, it, it makes me – there's a little bit of nervous excitement there because it's like, okay, there's going to be some definite standings movement at Survivor Series. Now, whether I'm going to be on the good side of that, I don't know yet. But – I need I I I'm due a win because I haven't been doing very good the last few events. You guys, the, the way you're making it sound, Gerb's getting like nervously hyped up, and me over here, I'm acting like a a cocky champion right now. Like, I'm just kind of. Oh, like... you you're just so sure <laughs> that you're gonna defend that title. Dak's going. Dak 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 stays late. Dak boy, he's gonna be watching Survivor Series every time he get a win. Dak gonna be sitting there like. Let's mark it up. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, but like, um, seriously though, I am looking forward to seeing what you pick because I actually had somewhat of a tough time debating on who I was going with outside of like two matches in this event. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how our picks look upside each other uh, once we get past the 420. Mark on this recording here at about a minute and a half. We're yeah, probably gonna go ahead and jump, jump into it. Um, before we get there, I know you're watching some highlights and some YouTube videos from last night's wrestling before we went on the air. Is there anything that caught your eye that you wanted to talk on? Um, I, I, one thing I am noticing, man, I, and I know it's because of all the crazy talent that's been cut and moved around call it but I'm really happy with with certain people getting airtime on both shows Uh, like uh, the the Tony Storms the Aaliyahs the 
the, like the new faces are getting the FaceTime on TV, and I'm liking that because slowly, even though nothing's happening right now, eventually something's gonna something's gonna stick on the wall or they'll be gone. I I I kind of it's interesting you say that, and I'm gonna go ahead and pick back up Eva because I'm about to hit 420. But on both shows, they have some people that's not normally in the women's title picture in the picture. Oh yeah, dude. You got Tony Storm on SmackDown, who's kind of I don't know if she's you know I don't anyone thinks she's actually would take the title from Charlotte, but at least she's kind of having some run-ins with Charlotte, and they kind of start that thing. Over on yeah, Raw. Yeah, Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's looking nice, dude. Like, um, and one thing, though, that I do like about a lot of the, the people that are getting airtime now and just any type of, um, I don't even know what the fuck I was going to say here. Well, that was a good forty-five second mute right there, <laughs> dude. For a second, I was I, I lost <clears throat> I was lost my train of thought because I heard nothing on your end. And yeah, that was my I had to mute because I just had a I just I was hacking. <clears throat> Bone caught me on that one. God dang! Don't let don't let the hackness fucking rub off over here. I was good. To... <clears throat> <clears throat> Woo! Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Wow. Now I'm I'm good and primed and ready now. Like uh this I'm at a good spot right now because I just okay, uh, uh I just rattled my cage. <clears throat> yeah, just that little small bit right there just rattled mine too. But while you were I don't even know what the fuck I was yeah, with all the airtime that people are getting you're not seeing a lot of repeats of things. Like things look fresh. Um and I know everything's going to look fresh to me because I'm kind of highlight watching. I'm not really watching shows until it's a pay-per-view. Um, and which I kind of enjoy wrestling a little more when I just highlight watch and watch a full pay-per-view because they give me the full story of what's going on in a great video package. And then usually the match delivers at the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're being honest and <clears throat> You know, we're, when me and you are talking wrestling, we can be straight up on us because we both know how we feel about wrestling. Anytime yeah. we criticize wrestling, it's because we actually love wrestling. Um, yeah, dude. It's, so, like, yeah. the the hardest part about watching uh, WWE in particular over the last few years has been watching the weekly shows, actually watching, watching them. Yeah. Uh, um, the pay per views, for the most part, the matches end up usually being pretty good. God knows mm-hmm. they're going to put the video package before the match, or if you watch the pre show, you're going to know the whole story. And WWE has always been very good at making subpar television look great in the highlight packages before the match. Are you kidding? Dude, WWE has some of the best video packages of all time. Like, if you were to sit and watch just the highlight packages, you, you would swear that, yo, Raw and SmackDown been lit as fuck, son. Like, yeah, you'd be watching that shit on the video packages for, after they're accumulating the whole story in the video before the match. It's yeah. like, you're sitting there looking, and you're like, 
damn, that that happened on Raw and SmackDown because damn, I watched it. It did not seem like that, but I like but it, it. But if you actually did watch it throughout the month, you're gonna see those same video packages every week, dude. They yeah. run them through the ground. Um, just showing the history of everybody. And I get why you do that. If you get the casual viewer to tune in, you want them to understand what's going on. So you're just kind of filling in. Like, I understand it. But as the person who actually watches wrestling every, you know, two, three nights a week, dude, I, I know what's already happening. I don't need to see the same replays, the same video packages every night, two, three times a night. Yeah, on some you got to. They got to understand that, like, eventually they got to make, like, five different video packages for, like, for the same story. Because that way you have, if you do five, that means you have four for your weekly show and then one for the pay-per-view each month. I just need them to have a, a, maybe come up with a few different ways to present the story yeah like they don't have to play the video for me how about give me a close in on the commentator's desk but like we know last week um such and such had a run-in they didn't quite get along uh this is what happened blah 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 but not showing the replay but the announcer saying so earlier today we caught up with such and such to ask her about last week and then they have a different something different to show me there instead of showing me what actually happened last week okay Correct me if I'm wrong, but in our in, coming up when we were watching wrestling, I'm pretty sure they did that a lot back then. Like they went to the commentators and either Jr. Shivani, Michael Cole, whoever's commentate would usually tell you what's going on for a second, and then they would either go to the back or go to a match. They'd have something fresh to show. Yeah, and. And you're right. They yeah. just don't do that enough. They get they get this. They get lazy with that repetitive button, man, and just well, hit repeat. Well, even now, like they'll they'll go to the commentators' table, and they'll have that little moment for you know a quick second. But it's usually to lead into the freaking video replay. Oh yeah, the same thing. You know, so I'm like, yeah. So I I, I understand why they do it, but I do wish they come up, uh, get a little more creative with the ways they they would present that information. They got to because of yeah in a way they have to um I, I, i'll you know be real with you there's there is a lot of times where i do enjoy the what's the right word the format i guess you would say of aw's product um you know when it's dynamite time <clears throat> yeah they have a few more in-ring interviews that i like and even then, it would be okay if it was different people. But I swear, CM Punk's got an in-ring interview like two days a week, every week. Dude, that shit's a little fucking annoying. So like, but it, and th- but then it's match. Then it's a match. Then it's a match. There isn't a whole lot of going back saying this happened earlier in the night, such and such, unless it's relevant to something that's yeah. happening later. So I do like AEW's format for that. Um, the fact that it keeps you go is on to the next one. You just on to the next one. It's more set up like a say a WWE live event where like yeah. I was just talking about this with Swag the other day. Um when we went to Raw that time and then we went to the live event in Savannah the year before. I actually kinda liked the live event more because it was it was straight all about the matches. 
There wasn't the commercial breaks that you had to fill in and this, that, and the yeah. other thing. Yeah, but so AEW's even television format is more on that style. And that makes sense because WWE's got to get back into that more because I noticed, man, they like to take breaks a lot when there is no match. Like where a superstar is in the ring and they're just playing their interest music through the break, through the – like that's got to be low-key boring some fans, man, or it gives them enough time to look in their phone too much. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because when you're throwing, when you're showing video packages like WWE does, or doing a backstage interview, that not everybody. First thing I do is pull up my phone. Yeah, WWE's not even in the audience. They're gonna pull up their phone because they can hear what's going on. They only have to watch it. But if you got a match in the ring, it kind of it takes the people are more wanting to watch that. That's what they came to watch a, a it, match. AEW's format definitely helps is when keeping the live audience and your TV audience engaged. Like I even, I don't love picture in picture, but AEW yeah. does a lot of picture in picture. And the one thing I've noticed, like, cause WWE would do it too. WWE superstars and the refs and everything. Like you can tell they know they're in picture in picture. There ain't a whole lot going on in the match. It's usually just transition. It's like a normal commercial break for them. Not only AEW almost have to pay attention to what's going on because some stupid shit might happen during picture and picture. Yeah. So yeah, I do like that. That is like. But anyway, uh, AWWWE comparisons, like because tomorrow is Survivor Series, and Survivor Series has always been one of my favorite pay per views of the year. I love the five-on-five elimination matches. Growing up, it was <clears throat> it was my second favorite pay-per-view to go rent from the video store growing up, if it mm-hmm. was Survivor Series. And it was right after Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble's always been my favorite. Oh, dude, yeah. Man, look here. A lot of people don't understand, but, like, this pay-per-view starting tomorrow night, pretty much starts WrestleMania season. And in a, in a, anyway, uh, the, the thing I hate though is there's a, there's this little lull a lot of times after Survivor Series heading to the Rumble that they kind of just kind of do some random things closing out the year because it's not like peak season. So <clears throat> so they do some things that sometimes isn't the best. Um that's, that's okay. They might really run. They might run an Xavier Woods versus Roman Reigns at TLC. For the time. Oh, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm I can cool see with that. that. If they I don't do that, me that. personally, I, I won't Hart. get. Yeah, exactly. Took it right out of my head. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so Survivor Series is tomorrow as we're recording this right now, uh, Sunday, November twenty first. If if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, we got- BMF tomorrow, Survivor Series, Power Book Ghosts tomorrow. If I'm up tonight as I was last night, I might be watching that shit at midnight. Low-key, if I wake up at midnight, I might have to watch The Ghost. I can't watch BMF, but I might watch The Ghost. Might not got that ghost, boy. Shit, it was hard for me not to get on Halo last night, but let let me stop trying to get off subject again, buddy. Well, we already went into, like, what, like, 
13 minutes or 14 minutes after fucking 420. We said after 420 we were going to get into our predictions. And we went right into, you asked me a question about what I liked about on SmackDown. And what I've been, and then I went right into something else, and now we went into a comparison. But we're back on track. Yeah, it's it's all gravy. Anybody who watches, who's ever going to listen to us, if you're listening to this right now for the first time, we tend to uh, get sidetracked um, because we are fried at this current moment. Oh, it was sixteen twenty on the clock. That's four twenty in military time. That is. Like, Exhibit A, uh, just saw. Yeah. yeah, the thing with me is like I smoke, and then also I'm fucking drinking a fucking energy drink. So yeah, so I'm yeah, all over yeah. the place. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, drinking I'm literally every tea. I might make some of that later though. And burning on some orange cream sickle. So, I'm a, a, a rain right now, a red dragon, bro. Red dragon? Red dragon. <laughs> That's funny. I must have got on the wrong yacht. <laughs> yeah, because this is my friend's yacht. <laughs> <laughs> the SS Minnow Johnson. Oh, that's funny. The name on the back was the red dragon. <laughs> red dragon? <laughs> I love that movie. All right, so here we are. So, again, we're getting right off subject again. I'm going to go ahead and jump into these Survivor Series predictions. The WTV title's on the line. You got, like, a one-win lead on me and Swag. Um, like I said, me and Swag have different answers. I'm real interested to see <clears throat> what you got. So, quickly, before we start, they're oh. they announced a 25-man battle royal. Um, the, the thing is, which I found very strange is the reason they did this was to honor 25 years of, of the rocks first survivor series, the rocks in the building, didn't he? You almost feel like it, it, it to, for them to even put that out there. Are we setting up in Dallas, Texas? Roman Reigns versus versus The Rock. All right, if we're setting up that for WrestleMania 38, take my money now. That yeah, like so you know, Swag obviously wouldn't. You know, he's not the biggest Rock fan, but even he has to admit a little oh, bit <laughs> that he, Rock versus this Roman. That's almost kind of must see. Like he, I, I will, I'd like to see that. You want to talk about headlines, too. Is there... I mean, I know we could talk about the internet fans, but, like, the actual hardcore fans, like, the actual wrestling, that's that's the biggest money match on paper right now. Well, it definitely is for our generation. Like, Like for our generation that was around for prime. Yeah, The Rock shows up tomorrow night. Trav gonna be tweeting about it. Tay gonna be t- like all of our friends gonna be tweeting about it that don't really watch wrestling no more. Like everybody gonna be talking about it. Even the younger fan uh, that really wasn't around for The Rock's wrestling career, 
they they oh, probably God. grew up watching his movies. Yeah. You know how many people love the Fast and the Furious movies? Yeah. So I, I think it would be good. <laughs> so that's what this battle royal is in honor of. Um, and but so the, again, the way that... Uh-huh. But then again, though, I don't like that setup because I don't want The Rock to come out on the winner if it's a heel. I mean, that would work for one of my picks. So that, like, what we're we were talking about on the pre-show, what we decide to do with this battle royal is uh, each of us will get a pick from Raw or SmackDown. Um, gonna take this fully as an extra credit. Uh, this end up, this could end up being a tiebreaker. Um, you know, if it ends up working like that, um, if we're all tied and one of us picks the winner in this match and the other ones don't. Um, so this could play a big role at the end of the night. But if if we get this one wrong, it's actually not going to count against our records in the WTV standings. Um, but we, we're each going to get a pick from one pick from Raw, one pick from SmackDown, and then we'll just see how it plays out. Uh, the fact is, and like you said, or kind of somewhat said, it wouldn't surprise me if the winner of this, we don't even know, is in the building yet. It could be that, dude. Like, they're, they're, this could not even be all 25. Right. This could be, like, this could, we could be, there could be some late arrival. Like, what if, not saying it's going to happen, but, like, what if Braun Breaker all of a sudden is in that match? Or Adam Pierce throws Von Wagner in the match out of nowhere. Like, that kind of changes the odds a little bit. So, and normally in those situations, what we do if someone gets added, we just don't count it in the records. So, in instead of doing that, we're going to do it like this this time. Whereas if we get it wrong, it's not going to count anyway. But if we get it right, if we end up do pick the winner. You get a bonus point. You get, you get that bonus win, which, like I said, could end up being a tiebreaker for the WTV title. Um, so, do you have your picks for Raw and SmackDown in the yes. Battle Royal. Yes, I do. I do. All right. Let's start with let's start with our Raw picks. Um I I'll, I'll we'll do our Raw picks and then we'll do our SmackDown. Omos. <laughs> that's my Raw pick too. I I mean, come on. Like I mean, I, I, that's my Raw pick too. And and it's it's like it could happen. Perfect. This is a perfect think, showcase for the Rumble right here for him. Yeah, like uh, AJ Styles will probably try to eliminate him. He'll he'll probably will fail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's so going to be dominant? You know, Omos is going to be dominant. But will they team up? There's always there's always other ways to eliminate the big men in I mean, these types. There is a big dude in there who's Shanky. I think he's pretty big. I mean. Yeah, he's but, pretty tall. Um, he ain't Omos big, though. He took – Shanky's, Shanky's, Shanky's tall like Kevin Durant. Omos <laughs> is tall like Shaquille O'Neal. There's a difference in size. The only way Jinder Mahal wins this – match is if he's got the great collie in the back. 
Um, and so we both had Omos. Swag actually, uh, he went with AJ Styles. And I can't hate that pick because that would, that, would be a good way to, that would be a good way to kind of boost him again, get, you know, get his name back in there. And I can't hate that pick at all. So, like, I felt like that was a good pick too. Uh, uh, we both have the Omos. Rock, the Rock comes out on AJ Styles? What? <laughs> that works too. Right? Like, let's run that shit up. Yeah, let's sign me up, son. You kidding me? That's the closest thing I can get to Rock and Shawn Michaels. I'm all for it. So that would be good. I'd be cool with that. Um, yeah, Omos for sure, bro. I, I'm I'm okay. For me, picking Omos as a potential winner and knowing that the match does not count against me, I feel I, I totally feel confident. That. If I don't yeah. get it, I don't get it. I had that guy picked. Exactly. I, I'm not going to – I mean, this, is, this would be like if Charlotte Flair is defending her title at the pay-per-view. I, I'm sorry. I'm riding on it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the late nineties or the mid to late nineties, <laughs> and it's game seven. But I got yeah. Michael Jordan on my team. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We might yeah. not win, but I got that dude on my team. Yeah, it don't matter, so. win or lose. I'm betting on that guy. Or if this is two thousand fucking six and John Cena's at, at a, in a pay per view match, I'm picking John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you want to go back to it, same with all our picks have been Roman Reigns over like the last year. Yeah. If I lose, if I lose betting on that guy, then so be it. But I am not about to lose betting against that guy. I'm not betting (laughs) against. Nah, dude. This is like if you know. Yeah, we could go on for days with this, but yeah, that's that's my pick for Raw. Who who you got for SmackDown? Uh, for SmackDown, I got Sami Zayn. Same. Um, just do you have them too? Yeah, dude. I, I, because there's another person that The Rock wants to come out on. Perfect. Exactly. Like, and the and the way that he he actually mentioned his uh, he mentioned the. Um, conspiracy video again it said it's been ready for six months I still haven't been able to get it out you mentioned it on Smackdown but um, he would be the good person he would be a perfect person to win because of some reason like that plus it just gives him more ammo to run his mouth about yo yeah cause this dude's gonna go straight to Roman Reigns <laughs> <laughs> I did this in honor of your cousin. Your fa- that kind of makes me family. Stu's <laughs> gonna look at me like this. What do you know if your your cousin is in some secret occult or something or conspiracy against me? <laughs> <laughs> against? Oh yeah, against. Like this. Yo, like it's crazy uh, because. This that's funny that he mentioned that again. That's cool. I like that. I hope they drop that shit one day. So the dang um, so we again we talked about this being a potential tiebreaker. Well, not for me and you because if one of us gets it, we both get it on this one. Uh, swag, however, for SmackDown did say Ricochet, and I don't hate that pick either. 
we talked yeah, about it in the pre-show. I thought he was still on Raw, so I fucked that one up. That's why. But, but knowing you know, that he's on SmackDown, does that change it? Because uh, I mean, it's not too late. If it honestly, it really, honestly, it really doesn't. Because if it wasn't Sami Zayn, it was going to be Cesaro. So I got you. I got you. But when you told me about that, this was honoring the Rock's twenty fifth. For 25 yeah. years, and then I'm thinking, like, well, if they don't want to spoil, they don't want to rush the Roman Rock thing, Sammy can win this, and if the Rock wants to make an appearance, then cool. And that would work for Sammy Zayn as well. Um, you know, just it, the Ricochet makes sense too. You know, Rock's always had high praise for Ricochet, yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't have to be the rock come out and hurt somebody. It would just be rock come, you know, it would be something, a little feather in the cap. It would end up being a Twitter moment more and so then than anything. Go back to keep doing the people's moonsault. <laughs> See, and then if Ricochet were to win, then if Rock and Roman do start some shit, Ricochet's rock. the one there every week that's got to deal with Roman. Yeah. Because Ricochet's going to try to help his hero out. <laughs> they need to add Solo Sokoa to that damn battle royal. The street champion of the island? That's right. I love how they say that, though. They do mention the island, and there is an island that Roman Reigns always talks about. The <laughs> island of relevancy. So. So, oh, yeah, so man. so we, we we both had the same pick. Swag had two completely different ones, so it's, it's, could, it's could be big. He's got some fucking dark horses right there. Yes. All right. Um, right. The next, the next match that I want to get into is the one that actually took me the absolute longest to come up with my answer, and in the end, I had to go back with my gut. This dude just really said it would be the second match when he brought this up. Yeah. Do you still need a minute? We can move along. Nah, dude. I'm good. All right, so this match here is the match between the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Champions. RK Bro versus the Ones. The Usos. Who you got? I... This was a really fucking tough one, okay? Um, dude, I, this is the one that took me the absolute longest. This was going to be a tough one, but RK, bro. RK, bro. You know, I am so glad to hear you say that. Because you went with the Usos, didn't you? No, because I also went with RK, bro. And so did Swag. So at the very least, we oh, all getting okay. this one wrong. Okay. At the very least, we all getting this one wrong or we all getting it right. So I I, I, do, I do not hate that you picked them at all because I am 50-50. Look, it's, this is not like spoiling anything for future picks or anything for me, but I just feel like, I don't know, with this being the Rocks 25, this might just not be the best night for the bloodline. Might not be. So that's why I'm thinking... Usos are at least gonna lose. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some shit here. I'm thinking I, of a, so, a lot longer ahead than I am about right now. 
I and I get it. Like, but like my my, I I was so torn on this, and one of the reasons is because of who I think was going to win the whole night. My picks are so fucked up, man. Because the the team the the brand that I think is will win the oh, whole night. Shit, dude, that's I forgot about this. This is fucking about which brand's winning. Yeah, tonight. I mean tomorrow night as well because. WB has done such a good job with this year's Survivor Series of actually making the brand versus brand feuds actually have a story behind most of them. Like, yeah, it's story. not just Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, there's a story within every single match tonight. With the yeah, Nancy, yeah, Nancy mentioned that's not bad. That's they do have pretty. They have to have some. Some good side but, stories and backstories to yeah, even like, other than just being a, a red versus blue thing. Yeah, because majority of the people that are in that battle royal really need that win. Basically, the, like there's a, there's a lot, lot of tag teams, teams though. There's a lot of tag teams, and then the only select few that are single stars are the ones you really gotta worry about in that match. Besides. One well, besides team. Styles and Omos, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because one of those guys might fucking win that match. I mean, that's just that. Um, but, but like, and then you got the Usos and RK Bro. Like, Usos got their own storyline going on too. That's probably fucking with them. And then RK Bro's got their own storyline plus the brand versus brand. I I wanted so much to pick the Usos, and. Uh, for because I, I because of just the whole Raw versus SmackDown thing and how I thought it was going to play out, yeah. Compared to the rest of my picks and whatnot, but I, I couldn't because there, for I have a couple reasons. I just have a for one, it's my gut and my gut. My first gut reason told me RK Bro was winning this match, and my secondary reason maybe be bigger than the gut is. It's Survivor Series, and that's Randy Orton. That's exactly. It, I know it's not a Survivor Series elimination match, but, it's but that guy has been done some things at Survivor Series. But you want to know what's like crazy? Hmm. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but. Orton eliminated Riddle in the Survivor Series match. Interesting. I never caught that. But, like, I, I just, I don't know, man. For some reason, I think WWE is just going to be WWE here, and they're going to stretch this little feud, but they're going to win this match, even though it's still going to look like they're not on the same page or something. But, I don't know. And the it's Usos, the, yeah. they, they can lose, and they're okay. Um, and, but then at the same time, they're not okay because Tribal Chief don't like losers. Not on his cousin's big night. No, nah, not on his, not, no, nah, yeah, not on the head ooze fucking uh, big night. But I don't know. How, I don't think Roman would call him the head ooze though. How crazy would it be if like they just randomly fucking pop the Roman backstage tonight and the rock's already in there talking to him? Yeah, that'd be wild. 
or if Roman comes into his locker room and the Rock's already in there talking to the Usos. Now that would be great. Because the look on Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns' face. <laughs> so, I, I look. I personally look forward to see how a rock and Roman feud would go because I want it so much to be like a, a version of Hollywood rock. Well, he's going to have to bring some version of the rock that we ain't seen in a long time because yeah. this Roman will eat him alive on the exactly. mic. I mean, because John Cena almost had problems. Oh, he had problems. With this Roman. He had Roman. problems. He lost. Yeah. I, I Yeah. And it was basically one promo that won it all. He said, well, yeah, he said one line and he, it, and he fucking, that was it. He won because other than that, Cena just had one, two, three. That's all, yeah. That was it. And I Roman hit him with missionary, and that was it. I hate Charlotte Flair for that. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, let's not. <laughs> I knew you were gonna hate it, and I, I, I hate it because I hate it because I'm it 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 makes me kind of laugh. I know it's perfect, dude. And what was even better was that how she would do it, and I was like, "Oh, she's playing you guys like a fucking fiddle. Y'all hate her, and she's out here making y'all say everything she's saying. That's great. I hate, I hate it that she tweeted it, and I still said it like her, dude. I can't help it. Ever since I seen that promo, every every now and then in my head, I just go, "Uh oh, <laughs> god damn it!" But um. <laughs> And I knew you would hate it, but at the same time, I know you love it because that's that's exactly how I am right now. Like that's it. She has a thing. Let it. Let's uh, let's let's move it on along here. <laughs> so we both got RK bro, and so does Flash, <laughs> right? To, to... Yeah, we all three had RK bro in that. So I'm I'm really happy that that match is either gonna help us or it, it doesn't matter in the long run. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because in the standings wise, yeah. Everything kind of evens out in that match. Okay, so, so well, like me and you, exact same pick so far, and I don't think it's going to change with the next one. This is actually the match that I felt was the easiest for me to pick on the whole night, and uh, that's the match between the Intercontinental Champion and the U.S. Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest all day. Same. We uh, we all got Damian Priest. Gonna be low key though. One of the best matches th- tomorrow night. It could be. Um, I I, I have a I have a love hate relationship with Shinsuke's matches. Here's the thing: if you ever think about it, even just minus like a couple things, but certain little kicks and stuff, Shinsuke and Damian Priest almost have a similar movement with their foot. Maybe on certain ones. Like I think that, I know what you're talking like about. Little, but... Kind of like that little roundhouse kick, whatever that Damien Priest yeah. does. Like, just imagine, though, if Shinsuke was taller. I mean, he would basically be kicking. Yeah. Maybe it's the pants. Maybe it's but the I, pants. They, but these two, uh, apparently, <laughs> you know, these two got similar things going on right now. They're both kind of getting remade. They both have new entrances that's working for them. Um, 
you know, Boogs is still getting the crowd lit um, every time he Mac- comes out. Can we have McAfee and Michael Cole just fucking shitting on Corey Graves and Jimmy Smith and Saxton all night? <laughs> that would be nice. I wonder how they're going to do that on certain matches. I wonder if they're going to have... Please get... I, I at least need one match that has Pat McAfee and Corey Graves on commentary. I need it. I need to, I need to hear it. With Michael Cole in the middle. And may, let it be this match, if nothing else. Or let it be the women's match where he's got or where Corey's got uh Carmella in the ring. Like I, I just I need to I need to hear that. I need to hear it. Dude, I can't remember which Survivor series that I was watching when I was rewatching them here. Like I usually do. When there's a big pay per view coming up, I usually end up watching years past. That Sometimes I do too, yeah. I think I got that from you. And yeah, I watched a few Survivor series from the nineties like a week ago, but I didn't I haven't watched any of the new <laughs> I ones. watched one of those too. And um fucking there was one where they had fucking Michael Cole, Booker T, Corey Graves, Tom Phillips, and Brian Byron Saxton calling the whole pay per view. And they were all just <laughs> fucking dissing each other and yo. Booker T was going in son on Corey Graves and that shit was great. <laughs> I, I missed that from back in the day, man, because even when you used to have like Lawler and Taz, like you yeah. remember them going back going at each other when they had both of them when they had Cole and Lawler on one or I mean I'm sorry, uh JR and Lawler on one side. Yeah, Cole and Taz was the team. Dude. Like Taz was go you know it's Taz, yeah. you know, but uh, and then you had like with JBL when he yeah. came around. I, it, it was that's always good to get those together. But I, I really be interested to see how or hear how an exchange would go between Corey and Pat McAfee because they're really like the polar opposites of each other. I yeah, I think Corey Graves could get really annoyed fast. By oh, he's definitely going to because Corey Graves is like that. Neg- he's more negative. He's more like you know, think he knows everything, and he, yeah. he's and and Pat McAfee's just all energy, all just in your face. It's like the different. They're like the differences between a dog and a cat, bro. I swear, dude. I just want to hear Corey Graves' reaction if they are calling that match. And fucking Boogs is out there. Oh, and he's dancing on Corey Gray's <laughs> desk. I can't Bro. work in these conditions. I'm not Michael Cole. <laughs> Yo, this dude. Yo, I swear. I, I You're going to break this, the desk. This is going to be probably one of the best performances from McAfee. Because I think they're probably gonna give him the okay, but like, hey, rep, rep the brand. You gotta, you gotta defend SmackDown tonight. So oh, he's had dude, no issue doing that on SmackDown. So this dude needs to go all out and fucking just rip everybody on the raw side. Like that would just be great. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I hope they have some uh, inner brand commentary teams though. Like I hope it ain't just SmackDown does this one, Raw does that one, et cetera, et cetera. But if you got 
McAfee and Graves out there, you're going to need Michael Cole in the middle. I don't know if – Oh, you have to. I don't know if Jimmy Smith can handle that. (laughs) Nah, Cole – Cole's going to be wherever McAfee is. Vince McMahon is not letting McAfee go with any other team that doesn't have Michael Cole that could bring it around. You still there? Okay, I thought I lost you there for a second. You all right? I took a massive hit there. (laughs) But so that that was one of the easiest ones for me to pick. Um, Probably the first pick that I had. Fucking Vince's reaction in the back. If Michael Cole wasn't with McAfee and and the fucking conversation just got way out of control. That's what I was thinking about. Just gotta let that shit go at that point. At least it ain't on network television. (coughs) That whole shit would trend for a long time. But yeah, what? So what match? Oh yeah, Damian Priest. Swag went with who? He went with Priest as well. So again, so so all first three matches here. It seems like you went with like the safe matches. I try to go and in, in, in my I try to go what with what in my opinion is I go by importance. Um, so like I I we did the battle royal, we did the tag titles. Now we did the mid card IC US title. Um, now I think we should get into the traditional five on five women Survivor Series match. Raw Man. versus SmackDown. I didn't like the amount of time I did spend on this match. <laughs> I I spent more time I spent more time than I would have liked. For a long time, I only had two answers on this paper, and it was the main event and the Damian Priest. And those <laughs> are the only two answers I had on this paper for quite some time. Uh, like, man, this match right here. When you really look at it, it's really Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks leading a bunch of people trying to make it still. Ish, yeah. Uh, besides, well, yeah, I guess uh, Carmella has made it. She's been a women's champion. Well, like Selena Vega. Uh, the is Rhea Ripley out there? Rhea Ripley's on the Raw team. Raw team is let me see if I can get this together in my head here is Bianca Belair Rhea Ripley Carmella Zelina Vega and Liv Morgan the Smackdown team is Sasha Banks Tony Storm Shayna Baszler. I want to say Natty. Yep. And who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody right now that's not coming to me, but. Yeah, who took Alita's place? Well, I think Tony Storm did. Okay, then who are we missing here? 
I, I, I fuck it. It's right. I don't know why. I just it's just not there. So it's yeah, all right. So just the it's just Sasha's on the team. So we got Sasha, who's basically your captain. Oh, Shotzi. Oh, Sha- Oh. Yeah, yeah, Shotzi. Man, damn it! That that there's a bunch of fucking weird elements on that SmackDown side, and a there's weird and elements on both sides. And two people got beef with each other. Um, there's beef on Raw too. What who? Uh, um, Bianca with Carmella and Zelina. Um, and then you got Liv, who's got beef with them too, too. Uh, so all the faces don't like the heels on that one. Yeah, there's there's definitely beef on both sides. Well, I'm gonna go with Team SmackDown on this one. Team SmackDown. I gotta go with with the team being led by Sasha Banks. As much as I love the team being led by Belair, I think this might be the one time that Sasha gets the one up on her. We got Swag who agrees with you. And we have me that has the Raw women's team. Wow. Yes. Uh, uh, Yeah, so I I think I'm I'm pretty sure that Swag's reasoning came down to pretty much what you said with it being, you know what, going with Sasha. I, I, I... I'm okay if I lose that. Going with Sasha, and the thing that scares me the most about y'all team is you have Shayna Baszler. Yeah, who's a fucking monster. So you got so you got Sasha and Baszler as like your big two. I got Bianca and Rhea Ripley, who could try to match that. That yeah right. So I, I feel like all right. So we're gonna match that. I also got Liv Morgan, who's on the up and come. She's 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 got a decent run going right now. They're looking at maybe feuding her. They're looking at feuding her with Becky Lynch. So I don't know how how much of a loss they want to give her right now. Charlotte doesn't have somebody necessarily ready to fight her, other than the little bit of interaction with Tony Storm. Well, I mean, anytime she got Sasha Banks. Well, yeah, other than Sasha, have, of course. And we got us a WrestleMania clinic. And I, 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 I'm not good with betting on Natty. I don't, Natty ain't the ones I'm worried about. I mean, I, I can't bet against Shayna Baszler right now. I, yeah, here's, here's also my thinking. I'm thinking Naomi's going to have something to do with that. Perhaps Naomi and Aaliyah, who they, who they kind of cheated off of being on the team. So they better not. We'll see how that goes. They better not cost me a point. But I, I'm going raw right now because I'm 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 on the Bianca bandwagon. I mean, you see what happens when Alexa Bliss cost me a bunch of fucking points. Wonder when she's showing up again. It's we're good. Oh, seven minutes are we good? I mean, so you and Swag, you and Swag got the SmackDown team. Garv's got the Raw team. That's a hey, finally a difference here. 
All right. Hey, this could be a big win for you. That would be big. That would I mean, be in big. the position that you're in, tied for a second, only one behind me. That this could be the right one here, right there. Yeah, the, you can get two L's and and a point for you right there. Yeah. Which brings me to the next match. I'm curious to see where uh, you stand because me and Swag have a difference of opinions on as well. And that's yeah. who's going to win the traditional five-on-five Survivor Series men's match. This one was fucking tough. A little tough. I mean, because when you look at Team SmackDown and Team Raw, you're like, damn, Raw stacked. But then you realize there's a fucking X factor on the SmackDown team. <laughs> and that's Drew McIntyre. How's uh, so? How, what 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 was the what was the final determining factor on your choice? Seth freaking Rollins. The <laughs> man says Seth freaking Rollins. So you're going He's... raw. But it, like when when I look at this match, it, it's really it came down to Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre. And Seth needs to win a little more to look a little more to look more and more like a threat threat to be. They they do seem to be building him up a little more, trying to build him back into the main event scene. Drew McIntyre can take this traditional loss and walk right up the Roman Reigns the following Friday and be like, "What's up?" And everybody ready. So so let let's play this game. Like I said, me and Swag had a difference of opinions. Which one of us do you think also picked the raw men? Uh, obviously somebody that wants to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that. But uh, it's probably you. I picked SmackDown. But I probably should have went with that because... The way you act. I picked SmackDown, and you completely nailed my reasoning behind oh, the it. The X Factor, right? Yeah. The right. X Factor is Drew McIntyre because this is going to, this match is going to come down to Drew McIntyre versus multiple people. Now, whether oh, he wins or not, <laughs> that's just how it's going to happen. I got Because you. if this you look at this, you look at these teams on paper, on yeah. paper, Rawls' team is far and away the better team. I mean But LeBron also beat the Warriors in the 2016 NBA finals. We do have Drew McIntyre's kryptonite on our on the Raw's team and that's Bobby Lashley. Freaking Bobby Lashley and that see that's that's tough. Now Kevin Owens with how he's doing things lately, he could end up just walking out the match. I'm, I'm not worried about Kevin Owens being the one to beat me. Right after I mentioned Bobby Lashley, I wish I could just play Seth Rollins' laugh right there, right after that. <laughs> <laughs> and Seth Rollins, I, I, here's, here's, here's what I think may be an issue. Is Seth Rollins really <laughs> going to try to boss Lashley around? I knew you were going to say that because I've seen this dude have this complex. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking about the Messiah next to the Almighty. 
Look, the the thing I love about Seth Rollins in these tight matches is it doesn't matter who is on the team. He still shows everyone he's the architect, he's the leader, the yeah. visionary, he's the messiah. Like he just I love it. And it and I know it could backfire on him. He could possibly get stunned into a claymore, honestly. Austin oh. Theory. What wasn't he like with Seth Rollins for a split second as his disciple? He was. Look, look well, he's on the team with him again now. Look at it. Yeah, you know he's gonna get bossed around, son. It's gonna be like a a twisted, more twisted Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you got you got some combustible elements over there. You got Seth Rollins doing his thing. Austin Theory is gonna act like a jackass. Kevin Owens. Some- Kevin Owens ain't got time for all that mess. Um. He might just walk out of the match. Lashley going might end up just fucking everybody up. And then, who's the other person? Damn, I'm completely blanked out. Who's the other? Who's the fifth person on the Raw team? What? It's Rollins, Owens, Theory, Lashley. Who the fuck? Yeah, like I completely blanking it right now. Dude, how do we miss that? <laughs> Com- completely, crazy, dude. completely blanking it, dude. It's um, let's see here. Oh, it's Finn Balor. Oh, oh. so with it, with Finn Balor, so then you, there's another combustible element. Is he gonna get into it, Rollins? Is he the one just gonna piss off Lashley? Like, there's, it's as good as that team is. I don't think, I think Drew McIntyre is gonna be able to overcome. Now his team on paper does not look anywhere near. All right, wait, but wait a minute though. There's still this element on the SmackDown team that Sheamus doesn't like Drew McIntyre. Sheamus doesn't like Drew McIntyre, but. I don't know if they're really about to break into that feud again. And he doesn't and he doesn't like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the truth. But then again, like you said, like you, it's going to come down to Drew McIntyre versus the whole Drew, It's going to be Drew McIntyre versus multiple you, people. I, I don't because, know if you said this I, I don't know if you said this like on pre-talk before or on a previous episode of, uh, of the podcast, but you basically said Survivor Series is probably going to be Drew McIntyre, Claymore's everywhere. Yeah, I, it's, I feel like that's what they're building Drew McIntyre back up again now that he's on SmackDown, probably for a few with Roman down the line. This would be a good way for them to – remind people just how devastating he is and damn the perfect way would be him pinning Seth Rollins yeah that could happen because Roman hasn't ever pinned Seth Rollins like that for an important match one on one I mean for all we know the Mysterios could come out there and cost Lashley and them But on I mean, but on SmackDown, like if this was a different version of Corbin, it would be I'd feel a little better about it too. 
this dude might get fucking kicked off the team. <laughs> Every yeah, time right. he might towel on his ass. <laughs> but with SmackDown having Corbin out there, you got Madcap Moss as an extra man out there. There's that, and the we also got Xavier Woods. Uh, oh, MVP's out there too. Watch out for him. I just, I'm just, I, there's, that's a, to me, that's, that's more of another combustible element. Madcap yeah. Moss might also catch a claymore, <laughs> or a bro kick. I mean, don't <laughs> piss Sheamus off. Well, see, that's the other thing because what if on the outside chance Drew and Sheamus start get going, and they start having fun brawling. But don't let Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins get on the same page. No. You really don't want that. You really don't want the Raw team at all to be on the same page, honestly. They're so they're so good, dude. If they come out there and work on the on, on the same page, then they're gonna win. Yeah, because you got former world champions besides Austin Theory. That's it. You got the only person that's can that's beaten Drew McIntyre, really. Yeah, and he dominated them, that feud. Because what's Jeff Hardy going to do? He's going to get a hurt lock if he fucks around, bro. Like, More likely. Jeff Hardy's uh, fate tomorrow night. He might get eliminated by Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley's going to stare down the SmackDown team and be like, who wants it? And then here comes Sheamus or Drew McIntyre. Yep, so just to recap, you and Swag both chose the Raw men's team. I, Gurf, have gone with SmackDown. This next hey. match, I'm very interested also to see. I didn't even have to ask Swag his pick on this match. Oh, but I'm going to I'm gonna gonna ask him, though. Is he going because, with his rule? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it, <laughs> there, there, there's two rules involved for Swag on this match. And one of these rules we also have. Who you going with? Raw or SmackDown? Women's title. Charlotte versus Becky. Okay. I'm going to let you in on a very, very... This is actually another tough one, too. This one I had, I had, to, I had to sit and put myself on the outside looking in because I couldn't think logically on this match. Technically, I did think the longest on this match because I've actually been thinking of who's going to win this match probably for like a week in my uh, head. Yeah, it's just I'm when I actually sat down to do the predictions, I realized I had not given enough thought to that Usos and RK Bro match that I was yeah. uh, that I was sitting there torn. But I've actually been putting in thought on this match for a while. This match, Loki, has a great story behind everything. Has the most uh actually has the most of a story behind it besides the main event. Well, yeah, yeah. But I know there's there's two major rules in this match. As one, Swag doesn't bet on Becky Lynch. All right. And then there's, you know, the golden rule is you don't bet against Charlotte Flair on a pay-per-view. But there's no title on the line.
That's why I'm real interested to I'm real interested to hear your pick on this one. There's no title on the line. And I just feel like low key they're starting to build Becky Lynch back as this baby face again. Low key, it feels to me. Well, in this feud at least, but she hasn't done much babyface wise on Raw. But in this particular like, feud, I just feel it. It's crazy. I, I'm probably gonna slap myself. But I went. With, is I went he gonna Becky, do it? I went with Becky Lynch on that. And the reason why is because logically looking at it. Charlotte can take the L and move along better than Becky could. Obviously, Swag went with Charlotte. I, too, went with Becky. Someone's on the same page. You're on the winner's bracket today, dude. I'm telling you. I I went with Bex as well. And a lot of it, kind of what you said, Charlotte can take this and move on. This match could be a disqualification. This match, I don't know how this match is going to end. Like, I really don't. I don't foresee it being very clean. Um, But I, I had to go with Bex because, like I was saying earlier, at least Bex right now has an opponent already lined up with Liv Morgan. Shit, this match could end with fucking Raquel Gonzalez fucking up both of them. Bailey ready to come back yet? And then you got that. What if Bailey's ready to come back? Who's a free agent? She'll probably show up on SmackDown. She come take both the belts. Not Becky Dose belts. Becky Dose straps. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, <laughs> fuck, yeah, Bailey Dose straps. Bailey, <laughs> Bailey Dose straps, bro. Damn, so you went with Bex as well. I, dude, it's just, I just, looking at the way this match is built, I don't see Becky losing anytime soon. That's why I was real curious to see who you were going to pick for this match because I, I had to go against the rule. Now, look I here. Just, look, if there if was, this a, was title, a title on the actual line, my there pick is would have no, 150% yeah. been different. Dude. I don't care who she's going against. If a title's on the line at a pay-per-view, it's 1,000% Charlotte Flair winning for me. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Unless she's facing Roman Reigns. Exactly. (laughs) Or, you know what I mean? If she's facing another woman, it's it, exactly. Yeah, I'm not. But the fact that there's no title on the line and the fact that whether she wins or loses tonight or tomorrow night, that she is still a champion. She doesn't care. She might get herself disqualified just to beat. Yeah, Becky but Becky would also do something like that. Like I, I don't know how this match is gonna end, man. Um, I think we need to have a clause if this thing ends in a no contest. Are we not gonna count it? Like obviously, if someone wins via disqualification, uh, that counts. But if this match yeah, just is completely thrown out, if this match, the only way we could throw this match out. As if, like, they beat each other up backstage or something way before the match even starts type situation. 
Well, I mean, I just don't, like if there's no obviously if there's a winner, even if it's by disqualification, it still counts. But like if this but match if just breaks match, down completely, yeah. But and we all but we all didn't pick that, so technically. But but I, if it's I a no it. contest, that technically by definition verbally means the contest never was. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if it's a no contest, we'll figure that out when it gets to it. No, nah, yes. we'll go ahead and fi- figure that out. If that happens, uh, it won't count. Because I mean, we can't we can't predict. That's that's bullshit. We, we last match, of, yeah. Last match of the night is the WWE champion versus the Universal champion. Um, it's really, I I I fought longer on the, this than I do most of his matches for the same reason we're talking about Charlotte. Someone yep. could take a loss and no titles change hands. Mm-hmm. But that that's still Roman Reigns. I, I can't pick this against is, Roman Reigns. This is Roman Reigns, bro. He's, yeah. he's You're going Roman too, right? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, a I... damn. It's gonna be a damn good match, and Big E's gonna have the showing of his career. I think. Now, if The Rock costs Reigns this match, see, I thought about this. See, I, I I thought about this a little longer than I do most of the Romans matches. I thought about Cena for a little while too, but I don't think I ever wavered off of Roman as my pick. There was oh, a, a was, split I second. Bat, I was batting a close on that 50-50. I almost went 60-40 Cena one time. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> that was closer than most, but in the end I don't think I ever full I don't think I ever fully flipped and was like at this very second I think it's John Cena. But yeah. there was a there was like a two day span th- during this month that I was like, man, Big E might win this match. But uh, in the end, I just in the end, I just I can't think of the rub that gives Big E. Roman doesn't have to lose his title, but Big E actually beats Roman Reigns. Maybe Kofi, like, or I don't know if I don't know what Kofi's injury situation is, but The Rock does something. It, or oh, what if Xavier calls Roman? You know what I'm saying? And then that can set up their match. So, like, there's there's, 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 some, there's some ways it could happen. Still but I, I can't bet against – I can't bet against my tribal chief. I don't think anybody can. I mean, we I, – I, I, you have to acknowledge him every day. He's the reigning, defending, undisputed, heavyweight, universal champion. So I'm gonna do a uh, I'm gonna do a quick recap of the uh, the whole show for the 25 men battle royal. We uh, it's an extra credit match basically for us. We're both given a choice from Raw and SmackDown. Both me and you chose Omos for Raw. Swag chose AJ Styles. Both me and you chose Sammy for SmackDown, and Swag chose Ricochet. Um, matchup between the two tag team. Champions, all three of us picked RK Bro over the Usos. Matchup between the Intercontinental Champion and the United States Champion, all three of us picked Damian Priest over Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, then the differences of opinion started happening, and we got to the five on five women's elimination match. Both you and Swag picked SmackDown, I chose Raw. Both you and Smag. Smag. <laughs> both Smag. you and Swag, both you and Swag picked the raw men. I actually chose the SmackDown men. So those those are those are gonna be two big matches in the standings come tomorrow night at Survivor Series. Uh and in the battle of the women's champions, 
both me and you chose Becky Lynch. Swag went with Charlotte. Can't hate that choice. Obviously, in the battle between the Universal and WWE champions, all three of us chose our tribal chief and the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Yes, sir. These will be posted on the We The Villains Twitter account tomorrow. Um, probably pinned. Everybody can see while the show is going on who our picks were. Shout out to the people that responded to our tweets last week during the AEW, even if it was to tell us that we were all going to get the Kenny Omega choice wrong and ended up happening like he said. Thank you and fuck you. And Yeah, that's that's the most polite way we could say that shit, man, because... Look yeah, at, thank you I, for paying I, attention. Thank you for replying. Yeah, we but appreciate fuck you the also. support. Yeah, we appreciate the support. We hope you listen. We hope you follow. We hope you, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I just, I got to let AEW fans know something. Oh, hold on. Let me let me put my shit on mute because I'm going to sit here and smoke for this one. AEW fans. Wrong time still. This is about to be the lowest draw for for the company as champion. Because I just don't see the hangman page. Man, I watched Daniel Bryan come out, do the promo on hang, hangman page, and instantly, already, I was like, there's the guy that needs to be champion now. Because... Dude. Did you? I I wanted him so much to go to the Planet's Champion Daniel Bryan for a second, because he, in, in an instant the AEW crowd completely turned on Bryan. He did it quickly. In an instant, they did it. Um, he just because dude, he came out on Adam Page and they instantly booed him. Like that's how over Adam Page is, and I don't understand it personally. I, I don't understand it either, bro. I don't. I don't see it. Like I, I don't get why this guy's that over. Um, I, I just, I just don't get it. Uh, but you know, moving on. Uh, they completely turned on Brian that fast. I wanted him so bad to flip back into mode and and go fickle. Oh God, dude! If he would have did that, it would have been legendary. He eventually did start hating on the crowd. Like, oh, fuck, are y'all going to boo me? I'm going to hate on your whole state. But, yeah. uh. And they honestly don't even understand it because I can't wait for when they switch on CM Punk when he starts to rip them because it's coming. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, this feud, the very first mic battles between him and MJF that's about to ensue. MJF's about to hurt this dude's feelings. Okay. <laughs> he offered his hand. He disre- and Punk disrespected him and laughed at him. MJF, I don't, I don't love MJF. Like I, I know he's good. I, I wish he was a little bigger because at the end of the day, he's another That's small like, guy. Yeah. Um, if you want to see anything, you look at if you watched Rampage last night, you saw Darby Allen take on Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn looked like a freaking giant. Bro, did you see looked- how he was just throwing him around the ring? He looks like he's on steroids compared to everybody else. And it was a perfect example of, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, if you're looking at that match, you're like, how am I supposed to believe who's just getting tossed around the ring 
is just gonna beat Bill, is gonna beat Billy Gunn. Uh, yeah, he's not gonna knock this dude out. Like he's not gonna no. And this is but, crazy, bro. Because and if you think about it, back in the day, Billy Gunn was considered a small guy. <laughs> he wasn't even like one of the bigger guys. He always had size, but he wasn't like one of one of the bigger guys. He was more like an average size guy. Yeah, that's crazy. But so, if it, what I was saying with MJF, I do look forward to what he's gonna he's gonna rip them on the mic. I can't wait to see how they how they go about that. Yeah, Punk's gonna try to bring up the whole. Well, ain't you the same kid that was asking me for an autograph? And then, oh, but MJF's gonna be like, yeah. I want oh, he's gonna be right back on his ass. He goes, yeah, I was that kid. Then I became a man and realized you're just a little bitch or something. He's gonna fuck him up. He's gonna fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the kid who was still enthralled by everything until I grew up and realized you were just an actor. <laughs> you pretended to be one of us. You never were one of us. You know, so yeah, it, he'll fall, he'll he'll bring it to him. They thought Eddie Kingston was gonna bring it. Yeah, here comes the here comes the fucking the the guy over there in AEW that I feel. I mean, I know in their company he could be the guy. Yeah, if they're setting this up for him to be the one to take the title off Adam Page, awesome, perfect. Finally, yeah, perfect. That that works for me. Look here, the promos that we're gonna get when he is champion. Yeah, like it's, it, he yeah. works as champion there, uh, but at the end of the day. He doesn't have that it factor to where he can go stand in the ring across from someone like Roman Reigns and expect me to take him seriously. I get it. I get it. But AEW, you're facing Adam Page. You're facing Adam Cole. You're facing these guys. That's your guy. Yeah, like, yeah. If if that's what you're building your company around, there's your guy right there. That's your guy. Yeah, he's got it. Like he just has the it factor because he he stands out to me the most. He's, he's got, got it. it more than any of the other so-called pillars. The only other person I could say even's even close is probably Sammy Guevara. I don't Same. see it in Adam Page. I don't see it in Jungle Boy. No. Um, Darby, Sammy Guevara consistently puts on good matches. I really thought he was about to lose that title to Jay Lethal on Wednesday. Um, Jay Lethal. Yeah, but that so that was a, that was a good match. Like I've enjoyed the matches Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara puts on. <laughs> but um, I'm happy for Jay Lethal because I was I was hoping he would end up in WWE or AEW. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I, I feel him. like he'll have a job regardless. Like I think we even yeah, talked about it. if he wanted to be a producer. Yeah. <clears throat> so whenever he like hangs it up, he could definitely be a coach and shit like that. Easily, he's put on some weight, boy, like some muscle and shit over the years. Oh, he put he put on a little body mass over the last few years, and then he's getting older too. So, yeah, but um, great charisma. That dude's got some fucking charisma. (laughs) So I I I I still like I'm enjoying AEW, but I I can tell you I don't feel I don't feel great about. AW five years from now. Well, no, I don't. Because... I don't. I feel better about. I feel better about WWE five years from now. 
I don't feel yeah. great about AEW five years from now because the only people that I truly enjoy watching, are not only people, but the people that get me to tune in are the you know the Malakai's, the Miros. Um, yeah, I heard uh, Malakai got injured. Oh, did he? I, I missed that. I heard at full gear he got hurt low key. So don't know him and Eddie Kingston both were the two injuries. I think that came he must out. be okay because he's a uh, he's had a promo backstage or something on Wednesday. I thought. Oh yeah, he just might not be in the ring for like. A yeah, week yeah, so. that's cool. ACA and AEW can do that. You you can you can actually go a few weeks without seeing somebody. Yeah, but they have a lot of guys. You know, like they're big big names. You know, they're, they're kind of up there in the age. You know, they're not really going to be there forever. Yeah. Like, I mean, how long is Le- legitimately Punk going to be around? Or Christian Brian. ain't going to be there long. Jericho, Brian. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's who else? Like, I, st- I still don't feel secure in their future, you know, five, five plus years from now. Now, I, I, that could change, I, you know, but as of right now, I don't feel very good about it. When I look at if these guys stick around five years from now, I like the way Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, uh, Joe Gacy. Uh, I I like the way some of these guys are looking. Yeah, I like that. I I like that. There there's something to look forward to. Like I see some kind of future. A lot of the guys that AEW's building up, I don't see it in. Dante Martin continues to grow on me. I, I just don't think he – I don't see the charisma in him as far as uh, character work, mic work. In the ring, he's, he can do some pretty nasty things. But um, a lot of their younger guys that they have hopes for and a lot of the AEW fans have hopes for, I just don't see the same. Yeah, there's really only – I just don't only, see it the same. There's only two people that stand out the most, and like you said, that's Sammy Guevara and MJF, really. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. It's just dope. I know it's hard. Sorry, I, I randomly say that from time to time. This shit's dope, man. I, I mean, you gotta have a. And he's he's gotten himself over, and being around Jericho and stuff has really helped him, um, for sure. And but, I mean, other than that, dude, like, yeah, they, I I can't get behind Jungle Boy. I mean, what the hell? I can't get behind that. Like Jungle Boy, like you gonna be that forever? Like I I don't I don't know if his character will ever evolve. I just don't. Yeah, like, like, what is he gonna? I do? don't see. I don't see. I just don't see it. Um, like I don't I. I don't love I don't love his work in the ring. It's always it's funny to me because you know watching with swag he's a he loves submission he loves technical wrestling, and whatnot. He cannot stand Jungle Boy snare trap. He can't even stand looking at it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, and you know, swag, and swag know how that conversation goes. Swag watches Jonathan Gresham and shit. So, oh yeah, let, for, for the for the sake for the sake for the sake of swag sanity, let's please never bring up Jungle Boy and Jonathan Gresham in the same sentence <laughs> when we're talking about submission wrestling. Well, I was just saying that's who he's used to. I, I know, I know. <laughs> so, 
You see someone like Jungle Boy trying a submission like that, it makes you fucking cringe a little bit. And he's watching Zack Sabre Jr. and for the fun of it, next time we get swag on the podcast, you should be like, so swag, I seen a tweet, and you know his style a little better than I do. Someone was saying that Jungle Boy is actually a better submission wrestler than Jonathan Gresham. What are your thoughts? <laughs> he's probably going to listen back to this episode, and he's probably going to make a tweet about it. <laughs> like, I, hope, I, hope, I hope you're ready for it. Like It's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be great. But I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and step off, man. I got to Got to use the restroom and um, I might get on yeah, some Halo to, in a little while. Yeah, I'm about to and just wait for you and get on Halo because I'll probably be in there fucking around with some bots or something. Oh, okay, I cool. I, got, I definitely got to pee. I might be in sooner than later. Then, yeah, thanks everybody for joining us on this uh Survivor Series predictions. I'll have the episode up soon. Follow us at We the Villains and we'll see you later. Peace out. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, peace <laughs> out. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>